this week's parasha, Parashas Miketz, there's a discussion of dreams, the dreams that Pari had, and how he ultimately finds Yosef at Tzadik, and Yosef helps him interpret those dreams. And the last week's parasha as well, we had a story about dreams, the dreams of the Sarah Mashkim and the Sarah Ophim, the two butlers of Paro that were found in the jail together with Yosef and Yosef interpreted their dreams. And this week's parsha, the Sarah Mashkim tells Paro about Yosef, Yosef's ability to interpret dreams. And he says this, he recounts the story, how he had this dream and he was in the jail. And he's the language which he used by Hikasher Pasar Lanu Haya. And in accordance with the way that he interpreted the dream for us, so it was. In other words, he was saying that Yosef's interpretation of the dream actually came to fruition. And the Gemara Brachas in the ninth parak has a lot, a great deal of discussion about the topic of dreams, which has various halakhic ramifications. And one thing that the Gemara comments on this pasuk, it says, that all dreams go after your mouth, based on after how we interpret them. That it was in the way he interpreted it, so it was. In other words, with the Gemara's understanding, that's because Yosef interpreted it this way, that's why it actually turned out to be that way. It almost seems to imply that it wasn't necessarily that he completely understood it, but he had almost the ability to make that be the interpretation. But the Gemara continues, however, that means he's interpreting it within the Me'in Chalmas within the likingness of the, the dream. In other words, you can't interpret it that to mean something which has, doesn't fit with what actually the person saw in his dream. It has to be some level of correspondence with what actually occurred in the dream. Each one, according to his dream, he interpreted. The Yotim interpreted their dreams and the likeness of their what they actually saw. And similarly, the Gemara Brachas on Hamid Aleph, in that same figure over there, says it, it compares the dream to a letter that's not opened. That if you don't interpret it, you don't speak it, you just don't talk about the dream, then it will be a letter which is sealed which will not have any effect. For this reason, because a dream which is not interpreted will, will have no meaning, and rather, it's only once you interpret it, depending on how you interpret it, will actually bring it to fruition. But the Gemara over there does continue, and it says that there's Patsun in Zechariah, that dreams are, it seems to imply that dreams are futile, dreams are meaningless. But there's another passage that says, we're discussing Nebuah, that we know Nebuah can sometimes be in, through a dream. So it seems to imply there is validity to dreams. So the Gemara says, that if the one who brings the dream is the Malach, then it has meaning. And then we have this discussion about how we interpret it, based on how we interpret it will determine how it will come to fruition, but if it's through a shade, it's through a demon, which obviously Hashem is the only one who has any power, but Hashem has these different brios, these different creations which he created, malachim and shadim, in the world, and about which the Gemara is saying that if the dream comes through a shade, that's when we say it's completely meaningless, seemingly you don't even have to have this interpretation 
um, to try to interpret in a positive way or to be careful not to speak it. And the Aruch HaSholchan, this is in Simen Reishchaf, the Aruch HaSholchan is a classic halachic work, in Simen Reishchaf, which is the section in Shulchan Aruch in the Code of Jewish Law, which discusses interpreting dreams and possibly fasting if one has a disturbing dream, and he explains that Ha'ish asher hu tar a person whose thoughts are pure in Torah and fear of Hashem, then his dreams are yesh mamish because we know they're from Malachim, that he's, his dreams are, are full of meaning, and therefore we have this discussion about being careful how you interpret it. But however, he says, people, simple people that are entrenched in the the, uh, the futility of the world, their dreams are what he refers to. That's what the Gemara means, that they're coming from Shadim. In other words, their dreams is, to some extent, just coming based on the, the thoughts that they thought during the day, and it's not coming necessarily from the elevated Malachim, but it's rather coming through Shadim, and their dreams are about which that's what the Gemara was discussing when it says their dreams are meaningless. And the Aruch HaShulchan even seems to imply, even someone who's on a very lofty level, if you know he's dreaming, he was thinking about a pink elephant during the day, and then he dreams about a pink elephant, then that's just a symbol of what he thought during the day. It does not mean it was a specific message from heaven through these angels trying to teach him something. And the Rosh continues, but if someone sees a dream and they're very disturbed by it, even though we would just tell you not to look at it, because most dreams really come based on what one thought during the day, nonetheless, if he's, if he's disturbed by it, then... The halacha is that one could go to three people, and there's a text which you could find in your average sitter, which will, which basically is they will interpret it for goodness, and it's also mentioned shulchan aruch. If someone's extremely disturbed, they could fast, and there's also a custom brought down at some farm instead of going to three people, just like in certain halachas, instead of having three dayanim, a person could have a yachid mumche, one who's an expert, so a rav, a rabbi could also, instead of going to three people, a person could just go to the rabbi, and he could interpret it for good. And the Rosh ends off, though, that the main thing is to fear Hashem. We're not scared of dreams. That ultimately, Hashem is the one who only has control. And therefore, being that especially most dreams just come to come based on what one thought during the day, perhaps if maybe one's on an extremely elevated, lofty level, then their dreams are more symbolic of, you know, with the actual message from Hashem. But otherwise, the Rosh seems to imply that there's not really much to be disturbed by, and the main thing is to fear Hashem, and we're not scared of, of our, our dreams, because we realize ultimately Hashem is the one who has the only power.